0: Hello, welcome to the first proper episode of the Ruma podcast. Before we begin, I'd just like to put out a trigger warning slash disclaimer for the episode. We touch upon some topics that are particularly heavy. Uh, that includes the election results, um, a little bit about racism, and some of the co-hosts do share a little bit uh, about their experiences in America with racism as well. So if you are sensitive to topic like, uh, topics like these, um, do turn away now. But if you are interested or would like to know more about our experiences um, you know, with topics like these, uh, do stick around. We have an amazing episode for you. Like I said, it's heavy. It's filled with good stuff. It's long. It's about an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, and uh, we have a great one, I think, this week. So... Stick around, um, we hope you really enjoy, and we'll see you at the end of the episode. Okay, hello everybody, welcome to our first proper episode of Rumour. Um, we're going to call this episode the election episode, because we're going to be talking a little bit of the election that just ended in the United States Joe Biden is the president-elect of the United States and he will be inaugurated on January the 21st and Donald Trump has or will be serving his final 70 days in the White House so we're going to be talking a little bit about how this election um, plays into our lives as international students in the U.S. but before I jump into that I really just want to quickly just introduce this podcast again because this is probably our first proper episode um. So, you know what, let me just introduce my co-hosts first because they're like all itching to speak, right? So, uh, I have Callum. Hello. Hey, terribly itchy to speak. Yeah, Callum is my VP. Um, I have Yvonne.
1: Hi guys, I'm Yvonne back with a better mic so that Nigel can't roast me this time.
0: wait, she has a better <laughs> mic this time around. And... We also have oh, Eunice isn't free today. She has exams. Boo! But like, we have <laughs> we have girl, we have Amanda. Uh, we have Amanda today. Hello. Hello. She is my she is my son's uh marketing officer. Everything that you see on our social media channels, you know, probably aesthetics. has gone through her. Yeah, all the aesthetics, everything has probably gone through her. Um.
2: And my amazing team. Shout out oh, to Ryan Yes, and team him. team
0: team team keep, good keep, shout keep out keep yeah definitely work. definitely good shout out yeah uh yeah and we, have, we actually have a couple of uh people who uh, I and my star, but you haven't heard from yet so they'll be on the podcast sooner or later but yeah so rumour um, is sort of our initiative to kind of create conversations within the community here at asu um we're going to be talking a lot about like issues that affect us as international students in the us and also kind of you know Letting people outside the u s you know if you're a Malaysian that wants to come to the states to study um about what life is like um studying as an international student in the states uh, or at ASU specifically because that's where we can stem a lot of our experiences from um and yeah, that's just what Ruma is basically about. It's a whole new idea. um it's our baby. um we really want it, uh, we really just want to have fun with it. A lot of this is unscripted. Uh, but we are going to you know, keep the episode flowing and everything. But yeah, that's just kind of what Ruma is about. And i gonna introduce you to my co-host. Um, I'm really happy they're here today. And we're going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff in the next hour or so. And I want to start by just talking about the election, right? I'm pretty right. sure all, all of you guys watched the election, right? Like, yeah, yeah. No, day and night. No. Never yeah. heard of it. Oh, never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> well. Do you live in America? No. Okay. Stay woke, kids. Stay woke, kids. If you were living under a rock or something, You know, you might have not you might you might not have heard about the election. But the United States, uh, the US election has just sort of concluded. I wouldn't say concluded yet, but we have sort of like a most likely outcome, which is like I said, Joe Biden's gonna be the president elect. Um, Donald Trump will serve only one term. He will have lost the popular vote twice and he would have been impeached, which puts him in a very nice spot. I like seeing that. I like seeing him in that spot now. (laughs) But You know.
1: I've been waiting four years for this.
0: Yeah, he's what's, been waiting in history for
2: to achieve all three.
0: Yeah, what an achievement for him, you know. We, we are sounding incredibly biased towards Donald Trump, yeah, but yeah, we but, have good reason yeah. too. We have good reason too, you know. His policies Can you tell that uh... we're
1: extremely conservative.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the sarcasm is wrong oh, no, in no this
3: money. one. Yeah. No, like,
1: <laughs>
0: you know, his policies have been very, uh, how to say, they they haven't been very kind to international students. Yeah, right. Like we talked about. Um, you know, we've been talking about the ice, the whole ice thing, and how they tried to kick us out of the country earlier in the year. You know, for not t- for taking cl- online classes. You know, yeah. thankfully the universities came to our rescue. But still, it's very um, demotivating when you hear that the country you're in doesn't want you to study in it as well. Um, so, talking about the election, Biden. Uh, looking at CNN right now on my screen, um, Biden has two hundred and seventy nine electoral votes. Trump has two hundred and fourteen electoral votes. Um, the states of Georgia, Arizona, North Carolina, and Alaska haven't been called, but it doesn't matter. Do- uh, Joe Biden is over that 270 mark that takes him to the presidential seat. All of this might sound very confusing <laughs> if you're not, if you're not, if you're not yeah. experienced in American it's like politics a, or it's if you're like not in America. It's, it's, a, it's like a very uh, It's like a very confusing and big football game. It's um, a
4: complex football game.
0: Yeah, at the election, <laughs> you know, it was supposed to be election day, it ended up being, like, election week, right? Like, I know for, like, all of us, right, we were, like, getting out, out of, like, things. And then, like, instantly, we'd be like, oh, is it over? Okay,
4: streaming. everybody jump
0: onto Discord, and then the first thing we see is, I'll be, like, streaming CNN, and then we'll see right. Callum's favorite man crush Chris Cuomo, uh, Chris Cuomo, Chris Cuomo on the Cuomo. screen. Ooh. You know, the big boy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Callum, yeah. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not going to say it. Yeah, no, no. You guys, you guys, let's, let's, you guys can. that for the the, viewers, the 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 viewers can kind of get, but I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> CNN has been on our screens, you know, for the whole week. And like, we kind of just want to take this, you know, opportunity, right? I got like, I got the three of you here, right? And I also have a lot to say about this. But like, people might be wondering, you know, you guys are just students temporarily staying in the US it's not like you have you have a citizenship it's not like you have an American passport you know why, why are you following this election so closely like why are you um, in a way you know so worried about this you know does it right. it shouldn't make a difference to your life right because you're not American right why, 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 why are you following this so closely and I'm here to say that Donald Trump's defeat in the election has a huge um, effect to effectively the, the four versus a uh, future for uh, you know the next four years for us. Yeah. You know, like it or like it or not, Donald Trump's policies have been very detrimental to um, the livelihood of international students in the country. And you know, although it's not a given yet, uh, Joe Biden's presidency could bring brighter days to be an international in the United States. And that's just kind of what I want to talk about lot mm-hmm. today. Uh, well. Being an international student in America, I'm pretty sure all of you can vouch um, for me, right? This election actually does set um, the sort of like overall view of our future. Um, Yeah. I would have to say because I think all of us here, um, we do have or we do wish for some kind of um, career in the US. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. But like we we do want some kind of future in the US and especially under Trump, um, Donald Trump his policies were very anti-immigrant, right? Um, I think with the earlier earlier in this year, you were talking about ICE. Um,
4: The H1B1 visa...
0: The whole situation... A, not H1B1 H1, H1B1 is like a mix of like H1N1 and the uh, H1B <laughs> oh, visa. Oh snap, H1B, right? Yeah, okay. H1B,
4: H1B, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah,
4: sorry. H, I got, I got confused with H, H1N1. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: the flu? H1, Okay. H1B visa, right? And uh, yeah, with ICE earlier this year, during the pandemic saying that students taking less than, or taking more than nine, I think, credit hours online couldn't remain in the States. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. universities went against that. Uh sure yes, having that, they're losing
4: mm. such a huge amount of people.
0: Definitely. Yeah. You know,
4: a majority, of, uh, if not half, a majority, especially mm. for big universities that are well known internationally, like they're, us- they're losing more than half their students, like on campus students, right? Yep. Yeah. There are all these like, complaints about, like, hey, I'm not able to, why am I paying for something that I'm not using right now?
1: I Brian, think, and also. And to give a little bit of background about um, why this was such a big deal was that, as what Nigel and Callum said, um, 12 credits is basically uh, an entire semester's worth of subjects, right? And so with COVID and everything being online, a ton of Malaysians went back to Malaysia and a ton of Malaysians stayed in the US. And so why this was so impactful to all of our listeners was the fact that some people um whose classes were moved completely online had um a situation where they were stuck in the US um and they had to go back home and then with the Malaysians who were completely in Malaysia um they were stuck in Malaysia and they had no flights to go back to the US and that's why that was such a big deal for them And
2: I think on top of that as well um the announcement from ICE actually came pretty like Late into the whole COVID situation here in the U.S., and so then it became especially difficult because um, international flights were like there were very small amount and they were becoming very expensive because it was already kind of like well into COVID season here in the United States.
0: So yeah, basically, you know, long story short, Trump's policies are kind of—I don't mean to say it—but towards internationals, kind of shit. Uh, just to put it, you know, cleanly like this, right? So yeah, yeah. plainly, yeah. That, that I, I'm sure he, I sh- I'm sure he meant that,
4: you know, or yeah. I'm sure there was there was a reason why it was like that.
0: Yeah. So like, I know for uh, personally, you know, for my opinion, um, seeing Joe Biden win the election, um, uh, although he didn't win it in a landslide, I have to say, but now, you know, we get to the question again: why, why, why do we care so much? Right? It's because a lot of us here have um intentions for um the future. Uh, for our futures in the United States, um, I know personally for myself, if I can share that uh, I I lo- I I saw the election as a, a you know, part of my decision whether or not to stay in the U.S. for masters or to even work or to look for a career elsewhere, which uh, to me was very important because I you know if Donald Trump was to continue on, right. Um, I wouldn't necessarily know if I had a future in the US um, because I didn't agree with a lot of his policies. And not only that, he might kick me out of the country. You know, that's just one of the fears that I had. Yeah.
1: Completely agree. I mean, and also um, to our listeners at home um, who are potentially planning on studying overseas, one good thing to consider is internships, right? Um, I believe for us as college students, internships are kind of like, um one of the more popular methods of actually getting a full-time job in the united states and so the thing about if you want to get a job in the united states um you kind of have to go through this authorization process so like we have something called CPT, we have opt where it essentially gives us like um a one week processing time or even a 100 days processing time depending on which route you have available to you Um, And you kind of have like all these limitations as an international student on what kinds of internships you can pick up, whether they are related to your major or not. Or let's say if your internship is unpaid, you still have to go through authorization and all of of that. Um, And that's why it's extremely, extremely discouraging for companies to hire international students to begin with, just because it is significantly more expensive to hire us than a regular citizen or whatnot um yeah for instance i think to the best of my knowledge let's say if you're a student studying in canada you can do an internship um with without much authorization during the break but i might be wrong um and so i believe all of us have some struggle right no yeah
4: yeah like okay so this is very personal to me because recently i applied for a job i'm not gonna say the company because i don't know yeah but um so i applied for this job and I'm a programmer, so I, they, they had a bunch of technical interviews, they had a bunch of behavioral interviews, and I breezed through them. Like, I knew my stuff. I studied, of course. I, I, I breezed through them. I knew my stuff. And she went, hey, we just found out that you're an international student, right? We got to change it. We got to change our decision because of that. We yeah. don't take international students anymore because of the new H1B1 visa, visa situation.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think with the state of the H-1B visa and with immigration in the US, right, um, it is a lot tougher for uh, internationals to get that H-1B visa or to even move on out of the student visa into you know just getting OPT, CPT. We are, you know, OPT and CPT, we are um, entitled to that. Yes, of course. But moving on from that to an H-1B visa, with the current policies, they are a little bit tough. Um, we still, looking at what Biden has promised with his um, policies, right? the H-1B visa is likely going to be a little bit more um, abundant, I would like to say. Uh, it's, I think Biden says uh, he's taking away that, the green card cap or something, right? Um,
4: yeah, the green card cap, and he's supporting the H-1B visa program.
0: Yeah, he's going to support it a lot more, definitely. Uh, but you know, in the end, it still comes down to how um, companies lah, as well. Like Callum said, yeah. you know, they, they decide if they want to give you that H1P, right? And I agree you know, with what he says. A lot of us, um, I, I, I don't want to brag or anything, but we are qualified. We are, you know, we are, most of us, really doing really, really well in college. We all have, you know, extracurricular positions, um, like with uh, the Millennium Association, you know, all of us are volunteering um, while picking up roles like this and we didn't you know we didn't uh, we're not forced into it it's all volunteer work so we have that co-curricular we have that curricular and we have that co-curricular um under our resume as well so we are in fact you know as qualified or even a little bit more qualified than um a lot of applicants but it's sometimes companies you know they just don't want to pay for that sponsorship because it is it is very fairly pricey um to sponsor an international um, especially if you want to take him all the way to uh a green card, uh, which is what some Malaysians do look for in the, when they come to the US, which is to look for you know, a, a different place to live, a different place to call home. Basically, yeah.
2: Yeah, there is a lot of um, legal processes that these companies have to go through to sponsor a student, um, that, like an, an international student, in, to eventually get a green card. Like It is a very lengthy process.
1: And yeah, I mean, what callum said about the internship part honestly i totally feel you um just because i remember there was this one time where i totally hit it off with like a recruiter and we talked for a good 30 minutes um about uh certain programming skills that they would like have incorporated into their um software development company and i didn't need an application i was immediately invited to an interview and and the guy was just like okay i just want to ask you like one really final simple question that we have to ask do you need work authorized um wait no do you need sponsorship in the future and obviously i said yes and he was like oh i'm so sorry i wasted your time what he essentially kind of told me um was that because of the fact that the trump administration was getting more stricter and stricter on the h1b process and also like work authorization in general many companies are slowly rejecting um, international students as interns, as full-time workers and whatnot. Um, And I think you'll kind of notice too if you start asking around, um, a lot of the employers will essentially tell you that, oh, we stopped sponsorship a couple years back. Um, We stopped sponsorship um, a year ago or two years ago. And you'll kind of find a connection that, hey, I guess who is the president kind of matters in terms of my future, even though this is not really my country, right? Um, and what Nigel said about um, how the election really kind of affects like his, um, I guess, future on whether or not he transfers to Canada, I completely understand that as well. And I could easily see yeah. a perspective where like, oh, let's say if you are currently in Malaysia, And you see like, oh, you know what? Trump is just like a joke, right? Because let's be real. To everyone else's eyes, Trump is a joke. Um, And the way that he acts, um, the policies that he makes sounds like a joke to everyone from a third-person point of view. But in America, when those policies are actually in place, they can be scary even though it sometimes just doesn't make any sense. Um, And I guess you guys can kind of... really like relate to that as well and um i we can also go on to talk about how like democrats and republicans and america in general is so 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 divided because of the media um i guess like the media biases that they all have in the u.s um and the power that the media has in general but it's honestly a shit show here um But you know what? We make it work, you know? And I do agree with Nigel. We really do make it work. Um,
0: Um, I think with what Yvonne said about division, right? um, Like, I just really want to just quickly say that even with the election of Joe Biden as the president-elect and as the incoming president, right? Having him up on that top step and not Donald Trump, that's still not going to solve a lot of the division in the country, right? In fact, it might even... Divide the country even further, right? Because not necessarily will um, the people who align themselves with the Republican Party, right? You know, they might not agree with Joe Biden's policies either, right? And they could that that could cause conflict again in the United States. You know, it's not to say that with Joe Biden being elected that America will be all sunshine and rainbows again. You know, it's not like that. It's a huge country, and the division is very deeply rooted in its core in its you know at its core right now uh and so yeah go ahead Amanda.
2: yeah and i think that's also pretty reflected in if like you just look at the popular vote the popular vote is not far off like 70 over 70 yeah. million people voted for donald trump and if you like kind of take a look at where the difference in the votes are the largest difference in the votes is in california which is a very has a very large immigrant population a very large minority population and it is yeah. generally a very democratic, like very democratic cities. And mm, yeah. you can kind of tell like, and if you look at the election map, right, all through the Midwest and everything is they all voted for Donald Trump in a lot of places for example, like Alaska, Donald Trump has a huge lead over the number of um, people who voted for um, Joe Biden. And so then it, it just kind of shows that Americans are very kind of like split in terms of like their policies and how liberal they want the country to be how conservative and it's not an easy line to draw where it's like oh yeah all the cause of this is donald trump well not really like there are people who supported him and like whether you agree or disagree with his policies like he like him not being the president I guess it's a step in the right direction for Democrats but for a lot of Republicans that's not the case and it's kind of like a really messy situation to just kind of like cleanly say like oh Donald Trump was a bad president and by Joe Biden's going to fix everything like that's completely false. Right.
4: I actually have one thing to add. Um so I I one so like just like going going off on a on a tangent from what Amanda said I I was thinking a lot about uh, recently about why is it that you know some people i mean if you're from california you'd be wondering or if you're if you're living in california if you're from somewhere else if you're watching the news somewhere else you'd be wondering like hey why is this still um why is it so why is it so even you know why is it a 50-50 split why is it so close like and people fail to realize that hey th- you know th- this this just because it doesn't appeal to immigrants doesn't mean that it, it Appeals to Americans in general, but yeah, I feel like we're getting a little too political, so let's just bring <laughs> it back to the, to the student bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: I was just gonna say that like we are <laughs> we're just turning into a political commentary, but that's not what this is. You know, that's not what this is for. Um, but you know, long story short, I think we should move back to our topic. Long story short, Joe Biden's election, uh, Joe Biden's uh, election into the uh, presidency, right? Um, it does have implications to students that are in the U.S. Um, especially international students because that also means that his policies generally are more geared towards um, inclusiveness. Uh, I guess policies that really encompass everybody regardless of where you're from. Um, if you're from America, if you're international, if you're from you know anywhere basically, right? his policies do gear towards uh, being more inclusive. So generally as students here, uh, we do feel a bit more positive about where the next four years are going to lead to um, obviously, it's still a given. We don't know what's going to happen come January 21st, or what's going to happen in the next 71 days or so. Donald Trump is still very much in that top position and he's still doing uh, stuff up there. So we still don't know what he's going to do. But we're just hoping for a better time, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can totally agree with you. And one thing that you mentioned that really resonated with me was um, I know I, I know you don't mean it in probably the way that I'm going to mean it. Um, But you, I recall you saying about how like international students are smart um not necessarily (laughs) but um okay i don't mean as this as an insult at all but the thing is if you really think about it international students spend twice or even three times or four times the amount of tuition fee living fees to come over to the united states to study Mm -hmm. right and so this gives you a huge heavy burden financial burden and an incentive to really do well in school. And that's why um, with, you know, the entire um, stereotype about how like Asians are smart and whatnot. um, I honestly completely agree with that stereotype just because when you are paying around um, 50K USD, which is approximately around 200,000 ringgit a year for your education, you yeah. will study hard and you will be more qualified than people. And that's why as international students, it is extremely frustrating to see people who are less qualified than you get mm-hmm. your spot. And so um, one thing that we kind of want to bring in and why we're talking about politics and all that and whatnot is because we want you as like students coming into the United States or students who are already into the United States is to actually um learn about how different policies can affect you right and be educated about them and work around them because let's be real let's say if trump really gets reelected, or let's say if i don't know um who elon musk becomes president <laughs> or, kanye, or kanye oh my god no kanye uh, his birthday party for those who know um, but so like why, why why are we talking about elections? because this is actually like essential information that you should know. Um, so for instance, like let's say if when the h1b um, visa thing was um, I guess temporarily suspended, a bunch of tech companies were freaking out just because for tech companies it's extremely important to have an interna- international point of view so that they can kind of extend their product outwards, right um, but yeah i mean like i truly want to hear like what you guys think about um and what kind of like advice would you give to people coming into malaysia um i guess one of the main things is basically
2: just be aware of how your like what privileges your student visa does give you and kind of start thinking about where you want to go in the future whether it's a matter of you just want to be in the United States just for the experience for maybe perhaps a better education, I don't know what the like what your personal situation is, um, and whether you'd want to like work in the u s or whether it's a matter of just coming to the u s to study and like um go back to Malaysia to find a job there, and I think it, it it's important to keep in mind that there's a lot of privileges that you can get under a student visa for example like a student job on campus that um becomes difficult once you graduate and like again the whole problem with like cpt opt and getting a h1b visa like that is a big issue that the president does get to decide um a lot of these policies just because they are federal issues and um yeah there there's a a lot of things that can affect your future here that is kind of difficult to like know at first glance like more than just tuition fees and finding a whole like a like a place to live and like i don't know figuring out like how like just like uh travel expenses things like that there's a lot of things to consider um when coming to the US that like politicians does get to decide a lot
0: about yeah how you get really yeah, in the end, it really comes down, I think, to, um, especially if you're going overseas, right, to remember who's really in charge, like with America, the politicians are in charge, right, it's very similar to Malaysia, lah, right, they're the government, you know, they can, they basically have, a, they, they decide what's happening in the country. Right and the policies that affect um, various walks of life, including us, you know, as internationals. So, like, yeah, we do, like, we just uh, sit, you know, we do pay you know, four to five times the amount of money that um, a typical American would pay for college. And well, the fact that we are already leaving Malaysia to come to the United States to study, you know, that shows that we are, in fact, a bit more well off, Right, because uh, most of us are. Either loaning it um, from the government here or you know we are on scholarship or you know we are paying a bulk of the cost by ourselves you know we are a bit more well off la. but at the same time that doesn't keep you uh, you know that doesn't give you immunity over the state of the country that you're in and the policies that arise from um, you know political environment as well la.
4: right I think I think like eventually i think the summary, like the tldr version of all of this would be you know for those who had changed their opinions on coming to the states ever since trump was elected should you come back like i mean as a result of this election now that trump is gone is it safe to come back or that's, is it is it secure for us to come back that's that, a big question
0: like yeah, what do you that, guys think that is that is the big question now especially Does anything actually change you exactly. know what I mean? like, exactly. I don't know, man. Like, what are the big changes? um, Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Yvonne, you're going to say something?
1: Well, no. I mean, in my personal opinion, um, and from my, I guess, very limited one-year experience (laughs) staying here, first and foremost, right, um, choose the right state to pursue your degree in. Why this matters is because as an international student, okay, basically as a student in general, right, Um, you can have um, the chances of you getting hired by a company that's close to your university is higher than a company that's located far away from your university. That's just how, like, the entire um, process works. And feel free to, like, um, I guess, like, hop in and prove me wrong or whatever. But (laughs) I I think that's, like, how the process works. So, like, let's say if, for instance, at ASU, we have an Intel branch um, that's nearby us. And the Intel branch sometimes comes to ASU, specifically only looking for ASU students, just because you can kind of guarantee that the student will be able to work for you, will have like a you won't have to pay for their living costs and whatnot. So choosing the right university in the right state is extremely essential. And apart from that, you do face a significantly lesser amount of racism. Um which is a really big thing. Um, I can understand like how students would be able to come here and be like, oh, you know what? I'll just like um, adapt and make white friends and whatnot. It's not as as simple as it sounds. Um, And I believe we have all watched like videos of, um, for instance, like a person of color appearing in Japan. Everyone's just staring at that person. Um, It's something like that, but to an extremely lesser degree. Um, But... Think about your safety. Think about your future opportunities, and make sure you pick a university that is ideal for you. But let's say if you are like a huge Republican supporter and you truly believe in the policies they make and whatnot, feel free to go ahead and pick a red okay. state. I'm just saying that blue states usually have policies that work in your favor.
0: Yeah, sorry.
2: Yeah, if I can add on to that as well, I think. Not only just like whether a state is red or blue, I think like that's overgeneralizing generalizing. Uh, like even then because America is huge. Like it's so big. It so, really like, is it like yeah, so like even if it is a red state, if you're in a more urban city, like just take for example like Texas. Like if you were to go to like a really urban place, like a big city like, like Austin, Houston or Houston yeah. or Dallas, right? You would also be more likely to be like I guess more accepted and people would be more likely mm-hmm. to like welcome you than if you were um, in some place a little bit more rural.
0: Yeah, I think the conversation we're having now gives us a good segue into our, what we wanted to talk next, which was how this election um, and how the political landscape of America, um, you know, how that affects. Uh, if, if you're listening and you're interested in um, transferring or going to a United States, um, a US institution, Um, right, you can be like us, transfer to um, any institution, ASU, come to ASU, with the best, no, I'm just kidding, we have our own (laughs) podcast, I'm just kidding now, but, if you're, you know, if you're anything like us, or if you're just interested, you know, to come to the US, right, and further your education here, right, or even if you think that you have a future here, right, how does this election um, affect you? Well, you know, I think, like, what we've, you know, what we've said before, um, coming into this was like, um, especially with the political landscape right now, I think regardless of whether a state is blue or red, um, like Amanda said, it really depends on the diversity of where you are. Like, right. you, can, like you, you, can, you can be in like, you know, Georgia, which was like a very red state before. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, it was a very oh, yeah, red state. Right. But if you're in Atlanta, boy, is that blue. That's right. just generally because of the diversity in the area, right? And, you know, it's generally a little bit more educated. The people in Atlanta do tend to be a bit more educated. So, yeah. They've been really, exposed. Yeah. So, it really depends on where and you do there's choose. also,
2: there's universities there,
0: so. Yeah. It really depends on where you do choose to end up. Um, personally, if you look at it from our, from our perspective, right, at ASU like uh, uh, when i was choosing you know a university to transfer to i could have picked any any university in the us i could have you know gone to texas i could have gone to new york but why did i pick arizona right i think this is a good this is a good uh, spot to maybe talk about why we all picked arizona state but um arizona state is one of the biggest uh, has one of the biggest campuses in the nation so it's a it's a very big campus and you wouldn't know until you've actually been in, you've actually been to ASU. Um, and we house over like what, like 50k people? Is that right? 50k people? Yeah, so in, Yeah. so in terms of student size, not in terms of like how big the, campus the, lab, the land. Yeah, it's 50k yeah. people, I think. That's a lot of, people uh, man that's,
2: that's actually only uh, on the Tempe undergrad. campus yeah Gret. the undergrad
0: Tempe yeah. campus yeah. I think. undergrad Tempe campus is 50k but that's huge you know in, in Malaysia that's, think that's about, basically my city dude, in like in Malaysia if you think about like Sunway or like Taylor's having 50k people right dude we all be like traffic jam every day bro like we wouldn't even be able <laughs> to get yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah. like be we wouldn't even be able to get into like uh the lifts and stuff like that you know but it's huge right so why did why you know let me just throw this question out to you know um you guys right like why 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 did why why come to arizona state in you know especially in the political landscape that we experienced before this think about your political landscape um of the of the united states when you were choosing to come to asu right at that time arizona was a red state still yes um Yeah, yeah back then yeah. yeah,
2: it was a, a red state, but it was considered a, a becoming swing state.
0: It was, it was going to swing in 2016. It almost did. I think it was very close down here, um, but it didn't. So I'm still just going to term it as a red state. Um, but Tempe, where, Arizona, where ASU is at, is a little bit more... I would say it's not incredibly diverse either. It's still a little bit white being a suburb of Phoenix. Um, but, you know... I think i've talked enough you know why, why why did you guys choose asu in that political landscape of the past and would you still choose asu today in with with this yeah with this you know changing political landscape would you guys do that
1: okay so well i can definitely hop on and asu wasn't my first choice my first choice was um <laughs> well first and foremost Georgia tech oh.
0: um
1: but then they don't accept any yeah. transfer students So that absolutely sucked. I spent like $300 on my application. But let's not talk about that. Um, But um, second was Purdue. um, And Purdue doesn't accept any biomedical engineering transfer students as well. Um, And the only reason why I came to ASU was because of... um, For those international students living um, back in Malaysia, ASU has a up to 10K scholarship. Um, But once you deduct the very, very... Um, expensive tuition fee um it kind of comes down to like a regular yeah, tuition fee does. let's be honest but i mostly came here because of the scholarship right and one thing that i'm really really happy about and it's like an unexpected happiness pleasantly surprised is with um i was pleasantly surprised with the amount of color, people of color i see on campus yeah. so I'm not so sure if... Okay, because, like, like, Nigel did mention that um. it is, like, kind of a majority of white, but if you are on campus, in my personal experience, as you walk around, you actually see, like, a do. variation really in do. color. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I thought this was normal, you know? Because, like, ASU was, like, my first U.S. university, gun. So, like, I thought this was normal. And then, like, me, you know, trying to, like, um, navigate through this I, I I felt completely fine I felt completely comfortable and for those who don't know ASU is like apparently the number one spot for international students also the number students. one in innovation I baby let's go cool. cool.
0: six, six years, years in a row, in a row. <laughs> ASU, um, yeah. ASU.
1: <laughs> and yeah so I remember throughout the summer I went to Purdue to visit a couple of friends and I felt so uncomfortable because everywhere I go, I see white people, and not to sound racist or whatnot, but basically, if you are in an area where you're the only person of color, you do feel alienated, regardless Artists, whether yeah. or not you're a racist person or not.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. It feels like you're the, I mean, in a way, literally, um, the black, brown, <laughs> yellow yeah, <sure>. right. <laughs> of the flock, and. I guess this is one thing that made me truly appreciate ASU is that you physically see the diversity. Not necessarily that everybody might be an international student, but you have like Asian Americans, Latino Americans, um, or whatnot. And as like Nigel, I think your final question was um, would we still choose ASU given the change in political climate? This makes me want to choose Arizona way more because of the. Yeah, it's blue! After, like, I think 40 years or whatnot?
4: Right. Yeah, something I, like that. Can I just add in? like Because I've been thinking about this for quite a while. Please but, do. um, I think, I, I, and this is probably against a popular opinion, right? But I feel like, despite all the changes in politics that are occurring, I still think that this, despite the result of this, whatever the result is for this, um, election, I still think that Personally, being whether or not you're in a blue or red state, it's still a very precarious time to be an international student in the US. Definitely. Like I'm 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 saying out of experience. I still think that it's it's very I w I wouldn't say dangerous. I, I'd say I, I use the word precarious for a reason. It's just it's not there's a lot of uncertainty in it. And to be honest, like just coming out of my personal opinion, I don't see that much change coming from the election. I mean like crucify me, but I think that you know, the changes that have been established by the previous administration have already been made, you know, socially, yeah. politically, whatever, it's already been established, right? Yeah, and forget. it's going to be very, very hard to undo
0: that. Yeah, don't forget, don't forget that Arizona historically is a red state, at least for the last 40 years, right? So right. we do have an idea that the majority of people in Arizona do tend to be more conservative.
4: Not and... not just that though. But even in California, right? Yeah, I, I'm. I've been living in California for about like I think six months now, right? Mm. And recently, I've I've had an ama- like a ridiculous amount, uh, ridiculous amount of, I guess friction, right? Yep. With uh, ra- ra- racially, I mean friction originating from race, right? Mm. From my race. I've I've gone to shops and I remember even in California which is undoubtedly the what the bluest state in the United States right I still see a lot of anger you know a lot of pent up just unhappiness with certain people mm-hmm. you know I think that's I, I think that's crazy honestly I, I that, that's why I don't know I don't know whether people agree I, I don't know but this is my personal opinion the situation has not changed that much And I don't know if it will change. Politics, maybe. maybe, But social structure, I'm not quite sure.
1: I mean, I do completely agree with you. Um, As much as like we, you know, there are times that we celebrate, but sometimes we have to look at like, you know, what's actually happening around us. And the sad reality, and I believe Amanda touched a little bit about this, as well, um, is that the U.S. as a country itself? Honestly, I've never seen a country more divided yeah. than the U.S. And at this point, sometimes I even feel like it's not really about whatever policies their president makes or whatnot. I think this is literally about who you fangirl more <laughs> over, <laughs> Joe Biden yeah, or yeah, Donald yeah. Trump. Like honestly, at this point, like I, I believe we've all heard the term "settle for Biden," yeah. right? And then like it suddenly goes into, I mean. Initially, I really wasn't a Biden supporter. I adore Andrew Yang, oh, okay. <laughs> um, Yang Gang, but
0: Yang Gang.
1: Honestly, exactly, and so, um, it's it's just like, oh, I'm settling for this person, and you slowly fangirl over this person just because the way that media works in the United States, and that's why people act out sometimes extremely intensely. Um, when you look from a third person yes. point of view, um or whatnot, right? Um, And so one, like, why does this matter to us as international students is because if you live in an extremely divided country, you never know what kind of treatment you're going to get by strangers, right? So you could, for instance, be in Phoenix, um, and you could have, like, a really, really nice and friendly experience with one person, and then as like you walk out of a store, or like as you move to a different store or whatnot, you could have a completely different yes. experience. Um, and like yeah, I totally agree. Like um, the part where actually no, especially with like most states having like around a 50-50 percentage of like support with either Donald or Biden, it's just I like so how you unsure. Call him Donald. And one thing, <laughs> that, Donald, Donald. name <laughs> First thing, yeah, oh crap. Um, but um, and one thing I guess kind of a lot of international students are wondering is, do we actually experience racism and what kind of racism uh, do we exp- uh, do we right. encounter? right? right, right? right. Can, I, can I also
4: add on um, I, I think it's very important for us to co- uh, not co- I mean not co- do not make a causation between racism and politics. Racism, I feel racism will always be there. You can go to France and you'll have racism. Mm. Look, look what's going on over there. You can go to Germany, you can have exactly. racism. Every, you will get racism everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think, like, never cause it racism with politics. But yeah, continue. Sorry, I just I just felt like that was necessary.
1: No, yeah, that's so, so important. Honestly. Um, although, I, I, I thank you so much for bringing up that point just because I feel like My point can definitely be misled in a way where I like redirect politics with racism. That's definitely not the case. Um, I'm just saying that the mindsets of um, people in the United States are extremely individualized um, and also, as a result, extremely divided. Um, And so, for instance, like, um, I guess, like, kind of like a real life racism experience that I can give and that you guys can feel a share yours as well. Um, was the fact that um, there's this one time I was out with um, one of my other Malaysian friends. We are both Chinese-Malaysian. And so we were just out sending a friend back home because it was around 11 p.m. and we wanted to make sure she was safe and whatnot, right? And so we were just walking back to my dorm when um, this person suddenly turns on her car and starts backing up. Um, she, we, I don't believe we were in any way near her vehicle. Like we literally just like walked past. And then afterwards about like, I don't know, 10 seconds after where she backed up. Um, and they did seem a little bit intoxicated. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's why. And so, um, I heard from like the corner of my ear. Um, and these were, I think two black women, um, yell, like kind of like, Granting to themselves, saying that, oh man, these Asians can't see. Like literally right after we ignored them, they started driving straight towards us. And they essentially drove so close to the sidewalk and stopped beside us, um, to the point where it kind of like blocked our um, I guess brought oh, wow. back home, um, right. in a way. And one girl literally like rolls down the window, puts out the entire half of her body, it wasn't like her, just her head, it was like the entire half of her body just to scream at us saying that, oh, if you guys um continue to walk like that and not see shit, the next time I see you, I'm gonna run you over. And oh, they damn. drove away. Um, oh my god. That was probably, honestly, it wasn't traumatizing for me at that time. And I think like we can kind of, it, it's in a way like a PTSD um of yeah. some form, where like, you know, in the moment you're just like oh it's no big deal you know let me just yeah. get back home right? right um but thinking back now and every single time i recall that story and tell it to my friends just because for me personally um i'm not the kind of person who just like keeps um people's identities you know right. like let's say if they do something horrible i want to make sure everybody knows that you're horrible
4: um,
3: oh <laughs> <nice.
4: laughs> you're an alter. yeah you're an outer
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly and yeah. so, um, like, recalling that story over and over again to friends, it sounds so horrifying, right? It does, and, though.
0: It really does, yeah.
1: Right? And the thing is, like... It's I so like, it's basically harassment.
0: It is exactly. harassment.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, like, you wouldn't expect these things to happen to you by people of color. Um, you always, like, for me personally, like, I... Because of the media, um, as per usual... Um I would usually imagine like, oh, is a person white or you know um, or a, Caucas- a Caucasian or whatnot. Um and so I guess these this is like probably one of the few um significant instances of racism I've had. Um but on the other upside I've had people who come up to me telling me that, oh, you know what, I I really hope you get citizenship or like um, if you ever need help, um or if you ever need a place to stay, come stay at my place. Um, and right. be really super nice about it. And so there is always that um divide in the United States, um, regardless. Right. And even within states, I do agree with you. Um, I think Callum and Amanda, when you guys mentioned about the different counties, um but it's also important to think about your safety as an international student. Right. Just cause Think about oh let's say if you do get harassed or if you do want to make a report, um, how would you do that? Yeah, how um, would you
4: be able to contact contact the authorities and all that? You know
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. Also, can I just, uh, sorry, oh, sorry,
0: Carla, before you go ahead, can I just quickly yep. add? Um, this is a good point to introduce this feature of the podcast. But we are hosting this podcast uh, mainly on Anchor. Anchor is a free podcasting service um, that. you set up your own podcast within minutes that's what we're using for this podcast and we have actually um, opened up our inbox um, to receive voice messages um, from you guys Um, and if at any point you know you feel like you want to you know add input to whatever topics we're talking about you know just head on over to um, our anchor page we have um the voice uh, messages inbox set up there drop your drop a voice note you know we'll be happy to play back uh, one of your voice messages, and then we'll just respond to that as well. And it's a good chance for you to get on the podcast. You know, I think it's a lot, I think it's a lot of fun to just kind of drop your note. So yeah, yeah, if you have anything to say, like what you want is just kind of just told everybody. You know, if you if you've had racist experiences in the United States, and you just like to you know just share a story a little bit so that we can kind of analyze and discuss it. You know, just use Anchor, um, drop a voice message. We'll we'll play we'll we'll play it in one of our episodes.
2: Also, kind of to add to that, I think like sharing our story- stories is really important just to like, first of all, like it exists, we experience it, and it's just kind of like part of our daily lives that we kind of like try really hard to ignore because like focusing on those kind of things just is not great.
0: I think it's very traumatizing <laughs> it. for some people as it, well. It, it is, it really, it really is. is.
2: Because it just kind of makes you feel like people are like, attacking mm. you and like being hostile to you and like. You kind of don't know where it's gonna come from next, just because it is mostly strangers who are doing it.
1: Especially activities. in a country that you're not, um, I guess, citizen of. Like you didn't grow up in that country, you don't know if this is right. how people yeah. act. You, yeah. you can easily feel alienated because of it.
4: Right. I think it's less of like racism. Uh, okay. Like I mean, racism. Now, like, not only is it racism. I also think that it's a lot of volatility. You know that that comes with the whole country. Like we grew up in. I mean, hell, most of the users, are, uh, listeners are gonna be listening from Malaysia, Users. Right? <laughs> Users. I don't know, man. That was an amazing plug, by the way. Um,
2: yeah, that was a great plug. Yeah, yeah, but,
4: like, come on. We grew up in where? Uh, Jaya. I grew up in Sarawak. I had my parents drive me to school every single day, you know? There were, I mean, where I grew up, there were barely any people walking on the street. You know, like, that's just the, that was it was a very cons- conservative, kind of just set culture, you know? But when you come to the U.S., a... we have to understand that, like,
0: sorry? it's just a key thing that Malaysians just don't walk, bro. So, like... <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's not wrong, right, Yeah, bro. we can
4: freaking drive or a motorbike, I think.
0: You know? <laughs> Kaptai, we
4: drive to places
1: bro? that can be five minutes away. We oh, road.
4: hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, I mean, I, I found out that, you know what, maybe sometimes it's not racist. Sometimes it's just the culture. You know, sometimes it's just how it is living in america like i was walking i don't live on campus i live far pretty far away from campus i live like around the tempe library which is like Boo. a couple of miles away Boo. and i was walking dude, one night right sucks. yeah i was walking one night right and i like to go for, for late night walks right i it clears my mind from all the stress of college and all that and i was walking this car this dodgy ass car comes up pulls up right next to me this dude winds down his window looks at me points out a finger gun and he goes bang and drives away. I'm, I, I kid you not, that was exactly you... what he, he, drive he, he, he imaginary drive-bys me. Like, that's think... freaking crazy. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's think... really, really, really oh scary. And I heard about a friend who got actually driven by with a paintball gun, right? That's, they didn't see my face, right? They didn't see her face. It's just dangerous, you know? Like, it's not what we're used to. And that's what... I think that's, like, a huge deal. What Malaysian students, you know, coming to the US, yeah. they should realize yeah, that. Yeah. They have to realize that, hey, we're not in Malaysia anymore. We're in the United States of America yeah. where things like these exist, you know?
0: Okay, can I just
3: okay. quickly add... Like... Sorry,
0: uh, Amanda, before I, before I continue, I just want to quickly add. People in America, I like to say, that are generally on the streets since the population is a lot bigger right and i have to say tempe tempe um you know general area is not very rich i wouldn't say it's um as rich as if you were up in scottsdale scottsdale is like That's bougie, that's where, bro. yeah that's bougie bro that's where all the like the big boys are at right but down <laughs> down in tempe you know down in tempe right the general population isn't extremely rich so a lot of the population um I hate to say this, I really hate to say this, but they rely on alcohol and drugs. Um, it's a big thing um in America, right? So like with Callum's experience with the guy drop like dropping the window and like pointing the finger gun, right? He could very well be intoxicated. You know, yeah. it's dangerous, yes, but the reality is he could very well be not in a you know proper state of mind. Right. So like I just wanna say like all of our stories here, right? Like they they could definitely show racism, yes, but it could also be somebody that, you know, is just plainly just decided to drink. That, yeah, just decided to drink, you know, because, you know, when, when, you're, you're, yeah, when you're high or when you're drunk, you know, you don't have the right um, state you know, of mind. Decision making. Yeah, state of mind to, you know, just, so they might just do random stuff like that as well. But that's also another thing, we'll, we'll get into that in another episode, I think. That's a whole yeah. other episode, yeah. bro. That's okay, great.
1: Also, Amanda. kind of just
0: like, yeah, kind of like to
2: tag onto that, so it's, um, that these kind of, like, I don't want the, I don't know, listeners to like go around thinking like this is like, oh, this so is a horrible place normal. to live, and, like happens all the time and whatever, like, no, 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 that's not the case. Like, yeah. this is definitely like very, very, like very small chance of happening kind of thing. Yeah, it's just that like, we're ha-
4: unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's just that like you're not lucky. Yeah, but yeah, like most of the time it is safe to walk around Tempe, especially near like the campus area. So like, as long as you're within like a couple kilometers of the campus right yeah. it's generally a safe area like there's going to be people out at night like you don't have to wor- worry too much about walking like if you're caught out late at night walking back to your apartment okay now that i'm thinking like, about it not... i think i was
4: being a dummy just walking in an alley no. <laughs>
2: yeah but like yeah like generally like it's not it's not bad it's not dangerous living like, yeah. on campus i can't speak for across the country but at least in asu it's generally pretty safe it's just that these things can happen just because of the American culture. is very like they're very outspoken. They're used to like talking yeah. and saying their minds yeah. and kind of like showing what they believe in, rather than just kind of like in Malaysia, I think it's more like you kind of keep those things to yourself. Yeah, lots right. of bark go
0: so, no by. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I want to tell my story now uh, about, about my racist my racist experience, right? I think right. this is more <laughs> This is, this is, this this ain't really the this ain't really like I wouldn't say it's not disturbing to me. It was more funny because uh, okay, let me just like say that like I've been in the States for like an, a year, a year and a half, almost two years now, right? I can safely say that in the Tempe area, um, racism generally is a lot um More hard to come by because it's a college town. Um, And the people here, you know, they've seen the people that go to college, they've seen the people that come to their town, right? They do tend to be very diverse. And like Yvonne said, you know, ASU is like super diverse, right? You got people from all walks of life there, right? So in Tempe, I haven't really, you know, had an experience that's really stood out to me. I've had like casual racism here and there, you know, all the like small, you know, like microaggressions, microaggressions, you know. But I haven't really seen you're Asian, anything... you you
2: have to be good at math.
0: Yeah, but like I haven't really seen... Yeah, like something like that, you know, like you're Malaysian, you have to be good at math or something like that, right? But this experience happened to me when I was in Las Vegas in 2015, when I visited Dubai. the States for the first time. Nevada! But like, I was just walking into an Old Navy, right? And I... My, my, my parents went in first and I was walking in with my, you know, my innocent self with my sling bag, you know, uh, you know with like, Going to see America for the first time. Oh, we heard no. so many heard so many things about this oh, place. Oh no, this is
4: heartbreaking, bro. Oh <laughs> no, shit.
0: No, it's not really, it's not, it's, it's not really sad. It's more like funny now that I think of it. But I do know, but now that I you know I'm older, I'm more mature. I look at it, I see that it's racism. Right? It's very clear racism. It's literally right. an attack. Right. Right. But like, you know, it was funny because I was walking in and like there's this, 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 this homeless dude just sitting by the door, right? And oh. like, you know in Malaysia, when you see the homeless people, you know, you kind of like stay away from them.
4: Selamat you know? pagi and jay.
0: Yeah, or something like that. La. But like in the States, <laughs> no, I thought no, it was jay. the same thing. I thought it was the same <laughs> thing. So like, I kind of just walked up to him and I just like, waved. <laughs> so I was uh-huh. like, <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't know better. I was 15. He was, was a nice like kid. I was 15, and like... He was ah. just a nice Oh, you 15. No, he I was respectful. It was in 2015. Okay. Right? I was 15. Right? It was my first time seeing the country. I didn't know what the country was. Too young t- politics. Or like, Nevada is a blue state. Thin- yeah, innocent Nigel, right? With his cute little uh, sling, sling bag and his camera uh, hanging from his neck.
3: He didn't know. Oh God, um, not
0: So I just walked up to him, and I just said, wave. I waved, and I said, morning. And he was like the hell you looking at, ping pong? Then I was like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I walked oh, in shit. I walked in and I told my mom. And I was like, mom, that guy outside just called me ping pong. And then she was like, <laughs> oh my. Okay, you know what? Never mind. Just stay in with us, right? And then I, I was afraid to walk out of the store, you know? I was like, is that guy going to look at me and say that I'm ping pong again? Because like, that's not comfortable, bro. I'm not... You know, I'm not like Dude. comfortable doing that. But no, but for real, like now that I think of it, it to him it was a passing comment. Right? To him he could have right. he could he could have not have met, you know, anything He probably didn't um, remember the
4: next day. Yeah. yeah,
0: notorious or he he was probably drunk. He probably didn't remember the second after you said it, right? But you know, I don't think it was anything notorious. Um and I think it's important for us not to downplay any sort of racism. But like I think especially, I think where I'm trying to go with this is, yeah, um, racism does happen. It happens all around the world, right? But all these small passing comments, microaggressions, right? We, it it comes, it it happens no matter where you are, right? It's just depending on how you react to them, right? It's important (laughs) for us not to overreact, you know? Yeah if someone comes up to me and like calls me ping pong now you know i'll probably be like "Eh, nice one and i'll probably just walk away right because that's just how you know that's 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 just me being chill about it you know i might be hurt you know it's important to address it if you're hurt as well you know talk to somebody talk to it talk to you know an an advisor or something right but at the same time i don't you know i don't think we should induce violence we shouldn't you know suddenly cause hate speech or something like that you know
2: yeah yeah, definitely. I, I was going to say it's like in those kind of situations, it's probably best like not to be confrontational about it just because I find that usually those kind of people, right, who would say those kind of things, most of the time, they're not someone who would kind of like change their behavior or change their mind just because you said like, oh, that yeah. doesn't make me feel comfortable.
4: Their mind's kind of made up
2: yeah like they've already made up their minds and like it 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 takes a lot to change a person's mind and i think it's especially true here in the united states where people have like the ability like they practice free speech and like individuality and all that from like a really young age and so they kind of have this like foundation of beliefs that's really hard to shake when they're older yeah, yeah.
4: it's really sad because like i mean like to that guy, it probably was just some random kid going up to him. He probably doesn't even remember remember you, to
0: be honest, right? With the cute, with but, the cute sling bag, yeah, with the cute sling yeah, bag, and and the, the nice
4: camera, camera, you know, a little bit short, oversized hoodie. Sorry, I think I'm oh, getting much into the imagery a... <laughs> and the
0: spiky it's hair that was uncombed on with cheeks that it's have not been. Really oh wait, I have no? forgot one. I forgot one key point. Sorry, I forgot one yeah. key point. I was holding Yogurtland ice cream. Oh shit, dude! You, didn't, you dropped the <laughs> so ice in my heart. I look even more. I look even more innocent. Right. right so little
4: baby nigel was probably some random kid that he slandered uh, with uh, Oh, i mean no. I don't,
0: yeah
4: okay not slandered slander. but uh given, no, slander. like, racist words i mean way, to, he was bro- yeah, way to
0: make me way to make me feel good dude
4: i'm trying to like I, that guy was <laughs> no i'm defending you bro but yeah, yeah, think yeah. about it right that's that guy right he's just it's just something he said right just like any other thing he said but exactly. the the axe forgets but the tree always remembers Nigel Ooh. being the tree.
0: Ooh. Someone, Ooh. Yeah. someone clipped that shit, bro. That. Yeah, yeah. Somebody clipped that. But oh, no, it's on. true. And, and somebody that's read
1: just... it out in cursive and put it in someone's wallpaper. Put it on Amanda, can you get on it? Yeah, can you get on marketing real quick? Just get on marketing real quick. To put on the...
4: Racism. Yeah. Hashtag. The X forgets. The tree yeah. always remembers. And that is <laughs> inherently true. With all kinds of racism, instead, the thing people forget to realize is that Nigel, the tree, remembers it to this day.
0: Yes. Okay. That was I think actually. You're a tree
3: now. I'm, I'm
0: a tree now. I'm a tree now. Look, okay, that was actually really good because, uh, yeah. I think you know the whole, you know, I think we're coming up to about an hour of this podcast series. and um, you know, I think everything that we've been talking about today, uh, I think we should sort of just gather our thoughts and just kind of close it for now. But we gotta conclude. Yeah. You know, I think everything that we've talked about today, um, I think kind of all relates back to why, um being an international student, right? You don't, you don't just go to a country, you know, just say, oh, I'm just a student. You know, I'm just going to get my education, you know, maybe find a job, maybe live here in the future, you know, but I'm not going to care about what's happening. Right? right. You, you, yeah. you can't just do that, you know, because that's, that's being ignorant to your environment. Right? And that's what being a student abroad is all about. As, you know, putting yourself in that, uncomfortable that new
3: environment
0: right and you know why does the election um matter so much to us i think you know based on what we've said you know it it matters to us because we are in that society you know we we hold a malaysian passport you know we fly home every summer right but in the end you know for that four years that you're there or maybe even two years if you're a transfer student right you are an American, if you think about it, right, everything that happens in the country relates back to you in some way or some form, especially if it comes with immigration, right? Yeah. I think that's important to remember. You know, we are not, we're not, you know, we're not immune to it entirely, right?
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: If you if you look at some of the policies, right, with like you know healthcare in the states and stuff like that, right, it's at at, at a glance it sounds like it only affects Americans or people who hold or pay taxes in. America. But no, in fact, if you get sick in America, you're not gonna fly. Yeah, you're not gonna fly back to Malaysia for treatment because that's not viable. You know, if you get if you have an emergency, you're gonna be taken care of by American healthcare. Right? So I think that's a very key point to take. Why does this matter so much to us students here and people that are even coming in, you know? Um, that decision that they have to make to leave the country is very much skewed by their view of the country that they're going to. You know, yeah. like, that's why I asked you guys, you know, if today you were thinking about coming to Arizona, uh, you know, would you still do it? And for me, I haven't said so, my stance, but I think for me it would be, yes, but there, there are precautions to take.
3: Yeah, you know?
0: And I think it remains the same from 2016 or 2018 when I was coming to Arizona. And a big reason why I was able to make that decision to come to Arizona was like, you know, what, like Yvonne said, It's so diverse in ASU. And it's very clear when you go outside of these diverse campuses. If you go to like, you know, campuses in more white areas or more black areas, you know, that um, difference in population is very, very clear. I swear
1: to God, if ASU doesn't sponsor our podcast after this, (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, boy, Bro, don't even. It's, a, it's a big waste if they don't sponsor no I'm just kidding but you know
1: <laughs> I'm drafting a letter of proposal right
2: now.
0: <laughs> you know but Mr.
2: President Crow please sponsor.
0: please please give us oh, we, we, just wanna buy, please. we just want to buy we just want to buy Anchor Pro I'm just kidding no but like um, you know all of this you know the election everything comes back down to our experience and then in the end of the podcast we talked about racism a huge problem this year you know, with Black Lives Matter, yeah. you know. exactly, and you know the the unfortunate killing of a uh, murder of you know a few um very notable uh, people this year. Uh, with uh, I think Jacob Blake was uh, he was the one who got shot in front of his house, Jacob Blake in Kenosha, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and then obviously yeah. George Floyd, the one who was brutally brutally murdered by police officers, um and I think there was one more, what's her name? Um, The Breonna law Taylor. enforcement officer? Yeah. Brianna Taylor, Taylor, right, the one that of the, the paramedic. Office. And many, many more. And many, many more, the list goes yeah. on, and the fact that uh, the list goes on, that is disturbing enough, you know? And this happening. Something
1: I would also like to address is mm. that um, I also understand that there is a lot of frustration, especially among the Asian community, about how especially during COVID-19 um, it's the part where trump called it like the chinese flu was kind of what started the it flu. The oh Fu. god, oh, my god. Um, but yeah um, there was a time this year that was unfortunately went by unnoticed where a ton of asians were being harassed in the united states because of covid-19 even though you may not necessarily be from china you may be from like a different cuz asia is huge um, you may be from, like, a different country, you'd still get the same kind of harassment. Um, that's one thing that i like to point out as well. Um, there, I, I understand that like, the Black Lives Movement is, like, a huge and big thing. Um, I kind of want to extend that kind of... I, I really hope that America kind of extends that kind of helping hand to all of the other races as well. Um, and I do know a ton of people who are mad that you know, when Asians were suffering, where was, you know, um, the help that Black Lives Matter got? Um, and, yeah, um bringing the point back to racism and whatnot. Um, just because, you know, I know in the media, there's going to be a ton of news about Black Lives Matter and whatnot. Um, and it's extremely important that we do support these causes. But just because, um, you know, the racism against Asians or even other races aren't covered in the media, doesn't mean that it's not happening. Um, yeah, that's true. To like, an equally serious extent. Um, and so it's important to take that into account as well. So like let's say if you're not black, um, don't think that, oh, I'm going to come to America and I'm not going to get any racism at all. That is absolutely not the case. Stay um,
4: woke, kids.
1: Stay woke, exactly. Um, sometimes it's just not covered by the media. Sometimes um, it may not be as severe, but Um, it may also still personally affect you, especially in the case of COVID-19, where I know that people literally got beat up just because they looked Asian. Um, People got coughed at. Um, Even in ASU, people, like let's say if they were sitting in the same bus, people were moving seats. And that's the worst way to literally welcome someone who just flew a good 26 hours to your country. That's honestly insane to me.
0: Mm. yeah so yeah, we, yeah well, we haven't even gotten into COVID Except and how it's affected numbers. yeah and how it's affected us you know as Ooh. as a population um, in the United States um, but we will get into that in the future uh, but yeah just to close um, before I close anyone else have anything else they'd like to say about anything talked about today I'm good um,
2: <laughs> I just kind of want to say this like we did talk a lot about a lot of Heavy topics today about like, I guess kind of like our views and opinions of the election going oh. on and just like the kinds of racism that we feel here um even on like a really diverse and open campus like ASU, and kind of like the impact of like the general like political movements of the United States on us and like kind of how that reflects in like this our social lives as well. But I just want to make it clear that, like, although these are very serious topics and very important that we try to highlight and, like, I don't know, resolve these issues, they're also not... Um, I, w- I just want to... How do I say this? It's not necessarily, like, we're ever in danger. or yeah. that, Yeah, like, we don't ever face, like, like life-threatening danger or anything. Like, this is serious and it is uncomfortable but if you were like a student in malaysia that wants to come and like study in the u.s don't be deterred i think yeah don't be deterred just because of these things what we're trying to say here is that this exists and this might happen to you and it's important to be aware of that and maybe prepared for that but it shouldn't deter you from like chasing dreams and trying to fulfill your goals
0: definitely you know just uh taking that step um towards your future you know whether it be the us whether it be the uk australia or something like that you do have to you do have to acknowledge that um these are world issues these are not issues just confined to the borders of america or even the borders of malaysia um you see racism everywhere um happening all across even in our home country you know i'm not even going to get to how um, racist the system and um, is in Malaysia, you know that's a whole other story, right? But the key point that we want to make is that um, yes, we do see racism. Um, yes, we do see you know uh, division in the country that we're in um, and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, um, I've never. I think we I can I can say for all of, four of us that we've never really felt um, at danger, right? There was a you know, there was a poor point uh, made, you know, during the Black Lives Matter protest. you know, stay in, stay in, don't uh, go out, you know, but in, in my eyes, you know, they're just people protesting their rights um, to, speak up, um, their right to speak up, practicing their rights to speak up, practicing their rights to protest and to make their voices heard, you know, and in my opinion, it's even more empowering to see as a international student, a, a visitor in the country, that these people are using their voices um, going against um, stigma that they don't want in the country, um, and then at the same time just practicing democracy, um, which uh, you know I hate to say this, but Donald Trump didn't take very nice, very very uh, kindly to it, right? Which
3: yeah,
0: in my opinion, wasn't a great response. You should be listening to your people. You should be listening to the population that is speaking up to address these issues. But instead, yeah. you know he. Induced more violence, which, in my opinion, is what really gave um, the world such a bad view of America in the last four years. And it's just unfortunate, I think, to hear so many bad things about such a great country. You know, I I still stand when I say that, you know, America has so far been a very pleasant experience. You know, all these places that I wanted to visit ever since, you know, and beautiful places like Las Vegas. You know, just. Um, deterred by a guy calling me ping pong in front of an old navy uh you know just innocent me you know but joking 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 aside right you know america is a beautiful place with beautiful people and a beautiful you know idea right the american dream right it was real all those years ago it's still real today right no matter what happens and as
2: much as like as much as racism does exist and this kind of like harassment does exist there's um, equal there's an equal num, num, uh, number of people maybe more people who are willing to like support you and try and get you the help you need to kind of like become successful here in the United States like if you like just ask for help there's so many people willing to help you um and i think that's like a really nice thing about the united states is just it teaches you a lot about kind of like reaching out to other people and learning that it's okay to speak your mind and ask for help and like grow as a person. Yeah. And so that's like one of my favorite things about being in the United States.
0: It is it is it is a melting pot of cultures. Everybody comes to America with a dream and a reason. But you know, it is it, it, it really is just all around like literally a world in a world. Right? It's a small world with all different cultures all places in the world. And with that, I like to just say thank you for listening in to our second episode um we, we touched on a lot of very heavy topics today um so if you've made it through with us we really really appreciate it um, you're really uh, we really really appreciate the support um on this brand new podcast it's only been two weeks that we've been doing this now um and yeah we really really appreciate everybody um we also do want to uh, say that we are accepting feedback um this is a very new system we're not still not entirely sure what we're with this, it's yeah. not it's not anything set in stone. It's not something that we've you know taken a template from or anything. This is just very solely raw, uh, a very raw view at conversations that um, international students in the US have. And unfortunately, we do have a talk about stuff like this so. Maybe next episode we'll take it some we'll take it to something a bit more lighthearted. But
1: will we though?
0: I don't know that's, that, is, that is the <laughs> This was just question. supposed To be
2: about the election You started talking About racism That yeah, was just the
0: question Yeah, It was a good tangent Though I'm pretty happy about It, it is a good tangent um, Yeah Especially I, I
2: think it was important To talk yes, about Yes
0: And especially since Racism this year Has been such a big topic In the US And has been closely Related to politics as well So I think that's a That's been a good tangent But yeah um, Again thank you so so so, so 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 much For listening To the podcast Especially if you made it This far uh, We love you guys Um Again, do drop us voice notes if you have any on Anchor. Uh, we will be playing them back if we do receive any. Um, and yeah, in the meantime, stay safe wherever you are. Um, there's still a pandemic going on out there. Uh, don't forget, uh, no matter with what celebrations are going on out there, you know, do remember to keep yourself safe. Uh, stay six feet apart, and we will see you next time. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.